0: Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm a little coffee today, but, um, you know, we're getting through it. <sighs> okay.
1: Great. Um, So for those who are new, this is Dira Watmo on Sode, where we read back to you your stuff.
0: Yeah, you guys know the drill. We're going to play <laughs> your voice messages, your DMs, your messages, everything that you have r- submitted to us. We're going to respond to right now. Sometimes it's also just some weird
1: messages that we get in our private life, and we just have to find a way to get that to you. Yeah, we get platform. a lot of funny messages. We do. Um, so, do you want to kick it off? I know you've got a funny one. Yeah,
0: I would love to.
2: Hello, meth boys. This is uh, my very first submission into the podcast. I have um, I have a hundred percent attendance to the cod, to the cod, to the cod, to the fish, to the pod. Uh so, yeah, and I have a story for you, so story goes back um back to my early twenties in South Africa, where I was not newly out, but it had been I was lucky enough to come out very young, but i'm twenty one twenty two and I was at a house party where I met a straight guy and his girlfriend, we call him Steve, uh, very sweet guy, and kind of gave me looks all night, gave me kind of winks in some ways. the winks were very obvious, but I'm like, man, you got a girlfriend. Don't don't cross these lines. Anyway, we uh nothing happened. Uh I think a year later they had broken up and we were at another house party. Um and it was very clear that now um now this is gonna happen because the same vibes were gonna were like restarting up. Anyway, went back to his place. Mm. Uh at some point had another drink, went back to his bedroom, and of course I had to take off his pants as a as a gentleman does. <laughs> and I um and what I what was revealed to me was a gargantuan Garados sized cock that no man should ever have to befall himself upon.
0: Oh god.
2: At this point I of course say to the man there's no way I can actually take this. I mean, you just you you, you understand that you're carrying around a second citizen here, another human being. <laughs> um, my twenty year old self was not about to do that. So we accepted that I would be topping. Okay. And so, at some point, we're doing reverse cargo, you know, keeping it keeping it fresh. And I was lying on, my, lying on my back, and he was sitting on me, going at it. And at one point, we had to change positions. So, he sort of, like, lifts himself off as I'm lifting his... I'm trying to lift him off as well. Gosh. And then, you know, I'm also kind of lifting my body off the bed. So, at some point, these three things put my face very close to his ass. But this, the way he was lifting himself off meant that... <laughs> He kind of stretched a bit and let out the most massive, lubricated fart you've ever experienced, in that I was showered. I was just suddenly showered in all sorts of liquids. Oh, he was clean, oh, if I recall, but okay. you know, upon hearing this thing, upon being showered, <laughs> there was this massive scream, <laughs> the scream from him, like a little cheerleader scream. I was in shock. He was in shock. I had to run to go shower. You know, needless to say, it took very long to actually come right from that. It wasn't like an easy way to get back into it. I mean, me these days, I would have just like washed my face and continued. But like, I think at the time, 21 year old, I was just like, the devil, the devil was here tonight. We shouldn't. Gay sex is just devil sex. And look what just happened. So, Um, yeah, I don't think we recovered from that. We didn't actually have sex again. Oh, because oh. of the loop farts, yeah. Anyway, he queefed. <laughs> I was queefed upon. <laughs> queefed. The queen might say.
0: Oh. Well, I think this is a perfect opportunity to say Happy Pride, everyone. <laughs> happy Pride, and get your face queefed on. Happy Pride, everybody. Um. Okay. Mm. Wow. Lots to respond to. My question mm. to you. Me. Yes, yeah. is would you today just washed off your face and continued? Well, it depends. I mean, if that person is thoroughly
1: douched, um and it was just sort of a little bit of a lubricant spray, I mean, yeah, fine. I mean, everybody farts. And also, it's like, it depends what kind of fart we're talking about. Yeah, if it was just like, want more air, details. Yeah, like if it was just air being like pushed in. And so it's literally just air that's being released that's fine. But if it was like a fart from the depths of his colon that was like (laughs) rancid, it might ruin the mood. Do you
0: know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I'm trying to just process here whether I would continue. Well, okay. I mean, has there been situations that have been kind of like messy or didn't go the way that you had planned Mm. and you just continued anyways (laughs) and then Mm. in those scenarios have you seen them again accidents happen like not everyone can be prepared i've
1: definitely had sex with people when it's like we hadn't talked about doing it and it just like happened you know um and it got a bit messy and whatnot but i don't hold that against anyone like it just fucking
0: happens it's not that i hold it against anyone Mm. at all Really? Because you seem so angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that I'm holding it against anyone. But I will say what I responded to this mm. message was that it's hard for me to get back into it. Oh, for sure. Like I It's think- really hard. And especially if the chemistry has been really good and sexy. Mm. And, you know, listen, I, of course, you're right. Things happen. I once had a guy come over and he was a little drunk and I was... um fucking his face and he threw up i don't know if i've told this on the pod i feel like all my pod <laughs> stories my life and the podcast are sort of like blending together and i just assume everything has i've already told but well, i guess does not. this
1: happen to you as a, like a super quick side note i'll meet a friend and tell them like what's your news what you've been up to and i'll tell them be like oh yeah i heard that on your podcast and i'm like oh shit i haven't got any news to tell anyone
0: i know i'm like <laughs> i keep forgetting what i've told and what i haven't told but anyways yeah, i'll retell this if i haven't told it already vomit um, yeah, vomit threw up on my dick it was a little bit hard like because i feel i realized he was drunker than i was and mm. then it was like a little bit of like babysitting of making sure he was because because he was also drunk and so i think that was like a, bu- a, a trigger button for him to vomit <laughs> <laughs> and um it was it was kind of gross i don't like the vomit thing mm. and i was kind of like helping him clean up and everything and then he just wanted to start making out again and it was it was a no for me. And it was like mayday, mayday, mayday. Hard mm. for me to get back into it. It was fun. Now we've both just had this moment. And ugh, I don't know if I can get back into it.
1: I do remember a guy that wanted to continue. Like this was when I was living back in London. And there was a guy who lived close by. And I was so fucking into him. And he was kind of like an auxiliary person to like the group that he was to hang out with. And I never really got to like get alone time with him. But we talked online. We got to meet. And it was quite early in the morning and we were fucking and there was like, there was no shit, but he'd, but he'd said that he'd basically been out the night before, come Ooh, home really, really, May really, really day. late and he'd basically been doing drugs all night, which he told me while we were fucking, which I was like, mm, okay. Um, and so he was like farting, but it was like. Deathly, like oh, <laughs> from the depths of Mordor. No, yeah. No, 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 and no, I, no. I could just, I could feel my erection just like yeah. moving back up inside my body. And I had to sort of just like call it off. And what's really funny, this happened, this was probably like 10 years ago. And the only reason I remember it is because I was recently traveling and he came up on my grinder. And it made me want to like meet him part- yeah. <laughs> partly because I was like, oh, he's still so sexy. But then I was like, mm, I
0: don't want to. But what if they've done something that they didn't know was going to be triggering? Like we talked about either last week or the week before pulling pulling your hair. Yeah. And then they didn't know it and it's a trigger point for you. Is that something that you would maybe revisit?
1: Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. If something's like just purely an accident or something and they didn't mean to do it, that's fine. But in the moment it would probably be like, oh, the emergency brake has been pulled and I can't, I just, you know, biologically, I just can't get back into it. My body's not responding. My body's not horny anymore. But if it was just an accident or something, then absolutely I'd, I would go back. That's not a problem. For yeah.
0: Me. I can actually think of a few times where I, <laughs> it has been going so well and then something happens, whether I was stressed an hour before or the days before and I just suddenly wasn't into it and I really thought that guy was so sexy and I was really excited about the opportunity to hook up Mm. and then when you get to it it just wasn't it yeah it just wasn't it but it's no one's fault and especially in this guy's um, circumstance where he is trying to get up and you know it is logistically gay sex logistically is a lot to think about. I mean you'd, sometimes you're douching for an hour. Yeah it is, legi- it is it is really like my heart goes out to all the bottoms out there my heart goes out to all the bottoms. I thought this could be a Whitney Houston song. My heart does go out to them because mm. it is so much preparation mm. and there's so much like training that goes into being a good bottom and it has
1: to be a lifestyle you have to it is and it, and it eat is a well lifestyle and make sure your poops are so firm
0: yeah yeah so these people that are verse i'm like you guys are unicorns mm. i don't know how you do both yeah i don't know how you do both
1: how you're a, how is that like that question where people are like
0: how are you a mother and you have a job and a sister <laughs> and a friend <laughs> and a daughter <laughs> <laughs> oh. wow wow <laughs> yeah, that was a good-ass story. And I think, you know, I would say go again. Try it again. If it, it didn't work out and you kind of turned off, you know, communicate and do it again. I, I would, think that it'd probably be just fine or it's something you could laugh about. I would say
1: you said you were 21 then. Maybe, I don't know what, how many years have gone by now, but... Go back to your hometown, find him, <laughs> yeah. and just try again.
0: Yeah, but if it was organically, if it did organically come up, I think it would be mm. completely fine to try it again. And it wouldn't be awkward. I don't think
1: I'm into organic. Get on that plane. Get on that plane, honey. Go back and just make no. it fucking happen. <laughs> no? Okay, we're on two <laughs> different sides. I got a message recently. Okay. And it's and so I was, I was recently in Berlin... Uh, seeing tom.
0: tom tom oh my god Tom! and uh, we were
1: filming a lot you know or doing all the sexy things for just for fans and i met up with um a submissive that i that we play with regularly and i got this text from um from that submissive a couple of days ago and it says this so they sent they first they sent me a picture of like a ruined dirty ugg slipper in the street oh yeah like a shitty like shoe and wrote. I came across this shoe in the street, sir, and it made me think of my puss after sir worked on it. (laughs) (laughs) And it really made me laugh because in Chinese, the word for slut is poor which literally means broken shoe.
0: And it sounds like Porsche.
1: It sounds like Porsche. So if your name is Porsche, your name means broken shoe in Chinese, which also means slut.
0: Wow. (laughs) Full circle. Um, I, I'm trying to imagine the scenario here, Mm. um, of the shoe reminding, like, I'm trying, I can see the slipper in my mind.
1: It was like a busted open shoe, basically. So, and it was like, and I guess he saw like the opening where you put your foot in and he's like... That's my whole... Okay, so I can tell you sort of the fuller story, which is that he really wants to get fisted, but hasn't ever had a fist inside him. So we came over and we did like a whole session of like basically trying to work up to get a fist inside him. Um, We didn't get to go all the way, but we did a lot of work over many hours and whatnot. And it was really nice. And then we got to socialize for the first time afterwards, which is like we've met many times now, but we've never properly socialized. So afterwards, we're like, let's go into the park. We've got Aperol spritzes and we sit down and we're just sitting talking and socialize. And he's like... My hole feels really open. Like, I don't think it's going to close. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. This is this person? Yeah. Um. Well, and so this is where we hearken back to the last message. Yeah. Which, bottoming is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And I'm wondering how many other dom tops he's sending that photo to. My heart would be so broken. But it is a lifestyle. Mm. And some people love, love the drama. mm of a stretched, busted-up hole. (laughs) You're right, it
1: is a dramatic transformation. I support it fully. My question to you, Spencer, is has your hole ever felt like a
0: broken shoe? Oh, my God. Well, actually, yes. And not to get real serious, but that's why I don't bottom very often. Did someone break your hole? Well, you could say that. You could say that. (sighs) I think, yeah. Yeah, I've realized that I am just not meant to bottom because of the, for that exact reason.
1: The skinnier I am, the more I want to bottom. When mm. I'm larger, I don't like bottoming. I feel so I feel so uncomfortable. I don't feel confident. Um, there's just so, something so exposing about that position. I guess my diet isn't as good, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I think- when I
1: got real skinty, I was a bottom queen.
0: Yeah, and I think I I dream about that someday. Mm-hmm. Um, a being skinny and B <laughs> being a bottom being confident enough to bottom you know when i first came out and i was trying bottoming i was effectively raped oh god yeah when i first came out and i think because of that i it's still traumatic for me and mm. i still it's still something that i'm working through but like i it's really hard for me to not think back of those moments of like mm. Ugh, it was I you're right it's a vulnerable position i don't think this person even knew in the time that i was newly out or that i was feeling under attack in that moment but yeah mm. it's it it can be it's still very triggering for me mm. so Yeah, maybe one day I'll be skinny and feel comfortable in that space. But until then, I don't know. I still have a lot to work on. Mm, I get that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This one was a message (laughs) that was simply titled, Message from a Butt Plug. So, a a butt plug wrote us a message? Yes. (laughs) Apparently, a message from a butt plug, yes, a butt plug sent us a message, and this is what it says. Okay. Buenos días de España. Oh. We have Spanish listeners.
1: Oh, my God. Is this whole message in Spanish? uh,
0: No. Okay. It's actually in English. Oh, God. My boyfriend and I are such huge fans of the pod, and we listen to you guys religiously each week. It's a huge part of our Monday ritual, and it's a great way for us to start the week, and it makes us so horny. Thought so. Ooh. As a straight couple who does butt stuff, we have found that so many of us straights have to learn the hard way about doing this correctly. Oh, mm. honey, here we go. A few weeks ago, when my boyfriend and I were experimenting, I had a plug in my bum, which turns me on so much. He accidentally let go of it, and it basically got lost inside me. We couldn't get it out. He then had to fish it out, but this stretched my butthole so much that it was not at all enjoyable. Oh, no. So I was wondering, have either of you got any any funny sex toy stories from a curious fan? XO, <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh. I just want to start off by saying this is exactly why I do the litmus test. Mm. This is exactly why I do the litmus test from a f- few weeks ago, where I tried, if I know I'm going to be doing anal sex, I like to just dip a toe in the water mm. and make sure that we're fully engaged in the moment, mm. that there's not going to be any shit, Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my follow-up. Well, I guess also you're checking also how
1: deep it is, because it sounds like her hole is quite cavernous. Maybe she was doing poppers.
0: And I could imagine that in this moment, it's probably quite stressful Mm. because she's absolutely right. In so many cases, and it's why we talk about anal so much, is that there is a lot of preparation that has to go into sticking things in your asshole. Yeah. Straight, gay, whatever if you're sticking stuff in your asshole you have to be prepared to do so and my fear that the straights are not doing so i don't think so i mean
1: and i think that it's it's so funny isn't it i think if we think of it in the um, like just a product of being queer you can ask sort of subversive or like taboo questions to your friends and you're at the you know at worst you'll get a giggle but people will take you seriously but it feels like as straight people especially straight men let's say Mm. you can't ask your friend it feels like you can't ask your straight friends about advice about doing these things because if do you see what i'm getting out it's like they'll be like oh you're gay or some shit
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this person did send a follow up message to me and was like, I would have sent a voice message, but we're both kind of ashamed of it. Mm. And I was like, the guilt that people feel, especially straight people who are doing butt stuff around doing butt stuff is still very much present. Like there is, you know, for us, it's like an expectation, but I think for the exploration on straight couples, like, it's this added pressure to do it right. And there's not there's not a lot of conversations happening around the topic. I mean, all I'd say about it is that it's Pride Month. So it's your duty <laughs> to, to do, do butt, butt
1: stuff <laughs> during... Like, I'm saying to a lot of my straight friends this month, like, you need to sit down and like
0: just listen. So when
1: you're sitting down, sit on a butt plug.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's great advice, Joshua. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: And you could, I mean, because that's the thing—the way that butt plugs are designed, of course—is that they, you know, they have sort of like tr- they're like sort of like Christmas tree shaped, and they have that very, very sort of skinny neck. So then yeah. that can sort of get locked, but that's fine. You have still got the bottom that you can pull out. But if you push the bottom bit in, I mean, you're ho- it's
0: hopeless. Yeah. And if you've got a cavernous hole. It's so funny cuz you know, I mean we've... it must be really intimidating for both parties. I mean, a incredibly vulnerable like we've mentioned before, incredibly mm. vulnerable. Mm. Uh when you have when you're in that state of fear and something's inside of you and then it's so scary for the other person to stick your hand in that person's ass. Like yes, that is scary. I've
1: actually never had a butt plug in my ass before. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a dildo in my ass. I bought one when I went to London a couple of years ago because I was like, "I'm a grown up. I'm going to get a dildo." Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know. I think using dildos on myself doesn't turn me on so much.
0: Right. Yeah. So I think something that I've really enjoyed lately is I have had a couple of people in the past do those remote-controlled the love, love, loveless, Lovence. Lov- love sense, or love sense, love essence, like or some shit. Where you can control the intensity and that mm. person can keep it inside of them and you can even do kind of custom waves based on the app. That to me is a lot of fun. You can get but one. I don't think that it sounded like in this case that this person was kind of like pulling it out and pushing it back in and pulling it back out and pushing it back in. So what you can do is and you can you get it stuck because you're like too hard. Yeah. You can on wrap a bit stretching. of stretching. You can wrap a bit of string around it. You could put it out like a like a bathtub plug, oh my God, that reminds me there is toy there is butt plugs that are tails, yeah, <laughs> I think Kiki and George wanted it at my last naughty Santa, yeah, but that is actually, yeah, maybe start there, maybe start with a tail <laughs> plug instead <laughs> because that sounds like a horror story getting it stuck, and I I'm trying to put myself in both people's shoes and I, yeah, must be stressful. But you know what? Good for
1: you. Good for you for trying. Yeah. Don't be discouraged. You know, things can't always, you know, just because we try and do things right doesn't mean that we'll always get the result that we want. And it's good just to keep going back, trying again. What's that? How's that Aaliyah song go?
0: If the first you don't succeed Put your fist in and and try try again (laughs) Put your fist (laughs) in and try try again Try again Try again again. succeed
1: Ah. Put your fist in and try again Put your fist in and
0: try try again Try again Try again But I mean, okay, Mm -hmm. so as a dominant too, do you have a lot of submissives coming to you and feeling comfortable trying things and then it has just gone awry?
1: Absolutely. I actually had a guy over, um, it must have been a couple of weeks now. He's a submissive guy, lives here in Stockholm. Um, I know him, I don't know him too well, but we socialize from time to time and he's really sweet. And he'd messaged me and was like, sir, um, I've never tried that throat stuff before, but I'd love to try it with you. Mm. I can't, I don't know how it's going to go. But I wanna try. Yeah. And I said, absolutely. So we came over, um, we did more of the stuff that he that we that he's comfortable with, that I like doing, but the stuff that he's directly into, which is more like impact play, like whipping and things like that. So we started mm-hmm. off there to get him comfortable, lol. Um uh to get him in sort of the subspace, submissive mood. And then we did some throat stuff and it just did not go well. As in it was just so I think it's because there's there's a thing about when the dildo dildo goes down your throat and you're getting towards like, you know, you're going down your windpipe and you're sort of getting to your sort of voice box area. For a lot of people, the initial feeling is panic, you know, because nothing really goes down that far. And if you're not used to it, I think it can be quite scary. So, yeah, I mean, a couple of minutes in, he's like, I think this is really not for me. And I said, that's absolutely fine. We tried. And that's all that matters, you know, And and I don't think he wants to do it again. And
0: that's also okay. Yeah, I really love that there's, like, a golden thread through this episode of, like, would you see these failed experiences again? (laughs) Yeah, I mean... And I think that, yeah, I think things can go wrong, but you can always bounce back. And especially if it's your partner. I've also had similar stories where, like someone has wanted to try something and then once we got into it it just wasn't for them and you just adjust accordingly
1: it's and it's fine and it's also just because it didn't work out with that person doesn't mean that it won't work out with with a different person a lot of it's about chemistry too yeah it might not just be it might just be that it just doesn't work with that person you know like if you try if you as the receiver try something once and it doesn't work out for you that doesn't mean it's never going to work. It might just not be with that person. And that's okay. You can go try with somebody else. So, guys, thank you so much for your messages. Yes, thank you. What a great episode. Actually, I love that there was a golden thread through it. Yeah, it was all about, well, like the, um, it was all about, I guess it was all about bottoming. It was about bum no, holes. it's about just, like,
0: trying again. It was. A- I think that, like, that's okay. I love that.
1: It's this episode is hereby dedicated to Aaliyah. Yeah. Do you want to go
0: again? (laughs) No, I don't. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, Again, yeah, we do this every other week. So next
1: week, well, okay, if you guys remember... Uh, a couple of episodes we got some messages about sort of uh, some stis and things and so we thought it'd be really fun and interesting to do an episode about sexual health so next week we have a very special guest who works in the field of sexual health who'll be coming on and it's an opportunity for you to send in your questions so please send in your questions and uh, we'll put them to him yeah yeah go follow us on instagram at what my pod a-w-a-t-m-o-p-o-d go to our link tree donate please subscribe tell your friends all the things
0: <laughs> and again thank you for listening really truly this has been such a joy and we love doing this with you so we'll see you next week bye yeah. Is there anything we have left to say about the busted hole? Um, about, the <laughs> about the slipper hole. About <laughs> the slipper hole. We'll <laughs> the slipper w- hole. The slipper holes. Oh, like like a- the cat shooters and the f- the cat shooters in the slipper holes. For some reason. Oh when- my god, the cat shooters and the slipper holes. The sheepskin hole. Is that our punk band ah. name? <laughs> <laughs> the cat shooters and the slipper holes. <laughs> That I Whoa. Want My Boys uh, punk band. I love that. I love that. <laughs>
1: wow,
0: that's fun.